BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to Dubs Talk. I am Dalton Johnson, and this week I'm riding solo. Monty Poole will join us next week as we have our big Warriors training camp preview. But this week, stick with me as we talk about Dwight Howard, Usman Garuba, and the Warriors. But Warriors fans, first remember to visit Mancini Sleep World to compare the best brands in store or visit sleepworld.com. First things first, we have to talk about Dwight Howard. Ever since Sham Strani of The Athletic reported that Dwight Howard would be meeting with the Warriors this week and having a workout, of course, social media was ablaze. Warriors fans are trying to figure this all out. Some are saying no to Dwight Howard. A lot, though, seem like they're really on board with Dwight Howard. And let's just go over kind of his fit, his past, what he could do presently. And, of course, this is not the same Dwight Howard that we saw in the past. This is not going to be the three-time defensive player of the year, the eight-time All-NBA player, five-time rebound champion. That is a thing of the past. We understand that. He has not been an All-Star for, for in the last decade, obviously. But Dwight Howard still can bring something to the Warriors that they desperately need. That, of course, first things first, is size. Dwight Howard is one of the great rebounders in NBA history. He is going to be a Hall of Famer, whether you like it or not. One of the great shot blockers, shot disruptors in NBA history. Also, again, though, he'll be 38 years old in in December. He last played in the NBA in the 2021-22 season as a member of the Lakers. His third stint with the Lakers And in that season, he averaged 6.2 points, 5.9 rebounds, 16.2 minutes per game. And in the chance that he does end up wearing a Warriors jersey, all those numbers might go lower. It would be to be the 14th roster, the 14th man on the roster. The Warriors right now have 13 guaranteed roster spots. So essentially, two open roster spots. But we've said it and we'll say it again that the most likely scenario going into the season is that the Warriors had that 15th roster spot open. So we're really looking at one more guaranteed roster spot for the Warriors right now. And can Dwight Howard be a part of that? I think first things first, the biggest thing for the Warriors and possibly Dwight Howard is meetings. It's even more important than the on-court work that, that, that he'll show at Chase Center. It's meeting with Steve Kerr. It's meeting with decision makers. It's maybe even meeting with... You know, some of these core leaders, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Chris Paul, it, it should be included with that, too. They're bringing him, in, bringing him in. I know, again, that it's probably a bizarre to think about Chris Paul, Dwight Howard on the Warriors, but they need to ingrain Chris Paul and make him feel like a leader, too. Not that it's his team. Sure, it's still Steph Curry's team, Draymond Green's, Clay Thompson, etc., but he needs to feel comfortable more than anything from those decision makers Feel like he's part of this. Of course, he should be. He's earned that. And now back to Dwight Howard. 
we know that there's going to be question marks about would he be a distraction, right? This is the guy who recently is saying that if he's not on Team USA in the Olympics, he'll drop 85 as part of Team Taiwan. The guy that that has recently said that he's still better than Nikola Jokic. He's been a jokester in the past. We know it didn't work when he was in his prime with Kobe on the Lakers. But also, as recently as the Lakers championship in 2020 in the Orlando bubble, Dwight Howard showed that he can take a step back, that he can be a role player, that he can do what's needed for a team to win a ring. And like I've said, his role would be even more diminished than, than that season or even more diminished than his prior three seasons in the NBA. The Warriors right now have a strong foundational, at least top 10. Let's just go through what their starting lineup theoretically would be. And this is with Chris Paul coming off the bench. All right, this is right now. We'll see what happens. But it's the same starting five that was the best starting five in the NBA last season. When you look at Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, and Kevon Looney. There's your top five right there. Coming off the bench, you have Chris Paul. You have Moses Moody. You have Jonathan Kaminga, Gary Payton, the seconds, Dario Saric. That's 10 right there. Now we're getting to Corey Joseph, Who's a, who's a strong um, reserve point guard who can maybe even play a little bit off the ball, someone that the Warriors feel like they really trust, who are, who is not going to make a bunch of turnovers, going to do the smart play. That's 11 right there. Now, now you have your rookies and Trace Jackson Davis and Brandon Pajimski. Now, now we're looking at 13. You bring in Dwight Howard in there, and yeah, his role might not be what it once was, but again, I think this, this is somebody who can really help the Warriors. If you look at the 14th roster spot, it theoretically really should come down to a player who their first trait, their most valuable trait is one of two things. It's either going to be size or it's going to be character and chemistry because we know that the Warriors, they had their chemistry issues. We know that Jordan Poole was traded to the Washington Wizards, we we don't need to relive that by any means, but they have to get off to a strong foot from, from the get-go. Steve Kerr talked about swimming upstream, and you're not going to win like that. So that's, again, why these meetings are just as important or more important than working out Dwight Howard because he is someone, again, might, might be seen as a distraction, but at 38 years old, Maybe he, he's past that point. Maybe all he wants to do is win a ring. Maybe going away out of the NBA for a season humbles a future Hall of Famer, humbles a, a future star big man in the league to go, hey, if I can show I can play with these star players and help Chris Paul win a ring, help, help Steph, Draymond, and Clay win another ring, what else do I need to show you that I can both be a star and the right role player to get, to get my – my name in the Hall of Fame as he should be. I know it's questioned, but he is going to be a Hall of Famer. Also, this is not the first time that Dwight Howard has been connected to the Warriors. He's been connected to them in years past. I'm talking years past, five years ago, things like that. But also more recently, in his own words, this last October, right before the season last year, when he was still trying to figure out his future, actually, he was talking with Shannon Sharp on the club Shay Shay podcast and was asked if he is the missing link on the Warriors. 
This was at a time when James Wiseman was still part of the Warriors, the young center, the former number two overall pick. And first things first, Dwight Howard was saying that he would want to be a mentor to James Wiseman, that he'd want to teach him the uh, how to be a better rebounder, a better shot blocker, all of those things, a better defensive player, what made Dwight Howard great, and also some some things that James Wiseman at this point is still missing. We'll see. We, we, we wish the best for him in Detroit. But it's great to see that Dwight Howard at that point is talking about mentorship because if he can come in and be that for a Jonathan Kaminga, for a Trace Jackson Davis, it's only going to increase every party, whether it's the coaching staff, the young players, or Dwight Howard, and it's only going to get more respect in the locker room. But then this past August, he's he's on the show that is called, let me look at this real quick. It is on my expert opinion show. So this is the, this is the, this past August, this summer, and again he's kind of asked about the Warriors, how he, how he would fit in there, and he he was trying to kind of play devil's advocate. He was playing the other side, and his whole point was, you know, that he's not the traditional center that the Warriors usually use, as we've seen in the past. They they, they you know we understand what the Warriors have done with small ball in the NBA, that their bigs are more stretch big men. You look at Dario Sarge as an off-season addition, six foot ten. he's now their tallest player, but he's more of that stretch big who can pass, who can shoot the corner three-pointer, all of that. He's he's the opposite of Dwight Howard at six foot ten, And so he was saying that, you know, he's not the center that the Warriors usually look for. And he was also bringing up the point, why wouldn't they just go get – Someone with a lower profile, someone who's not going to create all the all the headlines, all the storylines. Again, though, this is this episode when he's saying all this came out on August second. That's before the Warriors showed some real interest. And I want to talk about Steve Kerr right now because he's always asked about getting bigger. So is Mike Dunleavy Jr., the Warriors' new GM. Uh, you know, during this offseason, myself, Monty, we've asked about him. And yeah, he said that, look, size is always going to be a, a necessity, but you need, but he's always going to pick skill over size. That is going to be the winning formula. That is going to be the Warriors' formula. But I, but I bring up Steve Kerr because as Team USA's head coach this this summer in the FIBA World Cup he really kind of saw firsthand how someone like a Dwight Howard four stretches against certain teams certain situations could help him could help the Warriors Team USA lost three of its final four games in those three losses they were out rebounded 113 to 98 they had to come back and beat Montenegro and they were out rebounding that game 49 to 31 before reaching, reaching uh, the, the second round. In that one loss that I just talked about in, in, in their final four games against Italy, that's when they turned it on. That's when they had the defensive pressure. That's when they were crashing the glass and they out rebounded Italy 55 to 31. And let's just, again, let, let's be honest about this whole small ball thing. The Warriors aren't going to. They're not going to be champions next year. They're not going to contend next year by going big. But by getting bigger, they can get the necessary help 
to get them back to the mantle, to get them back to being contenders, to not wear down. Draymond Green is a six foot six, do it all center power forward who's going to be 34 years old. He's had over a decade of battling guys bigger than him. Kavon Looney is of course, training to have another 82-game season. And you got to commend that. It's great to see what, what Kavon Looney has done to his body, to his NBA career, overcoming adversity, overcoming injuries. But to ask him to have a third straight 82-game season just might not be fair. And he just needs some extra help there. And it's not just the big guys. You, you think about Steph Curry turning th- turning 36 years old. You think about Clay Thompson turning 34 years old and he, and he and he's overcome his past injuries but again he's someone who's getting later in his career chris paul he's he's a uh, year 19 and he's in his late late 30s who's barely 6 feet tall they can all use his help whether it's the big men or whether it's the smaller guys the western conference is full of star big men i don't even need to bring it up as far as nikola jokic goes but it's it's a plethora of those players. The MVPs have been lined up with big men going forward. So, sure, the NBA is still a pace and space game. It's 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 still dominated by three-pointers. These are skilled big men like a Jokic and Embiid who can shoot the three-pointer, who can dribble, who can pass, a Giannis who can run the floor. We understand that. But it's not only about the star players. It's about the, uh, the the reserves, the role players. Look at what an Alex Lynn did for the Sacramento Kings at times last year, who has a star big man in DeMontis Sabonis, but Alex Lynn really could help the Kings out. And to be frank, he had an impact in the playoffs against the Warriors last season. I still believe that Mike Brown probably should have played him more in game seven. You look at the Denver Nuggets, their championship season – a season ago, Nikola Jokic, of course, is the star player at center. Your do-it-all center. Amazing to watch. But DeAndre Jordan, even at this age, 34, 35 years old, still provides those few minutes where he can get in the paint. He can be physical. He can throw an elbow here and there. He can commit a few fouls. He can be a lob threat here and there, which I'm sure Dwight Howard still can be for Chris Paul. You know, Dwight Howard's talked about in that past podcast with Shannon Sharp about being a pick and roll player for Draymond Green, you know, getting Steph, getting Clay Thompson more open shots. And of course, that's what any big man is going to say. And that's what makes the most sense on paper. But he does make sense on paper as long as the meetings go correct, as long as he puts himself to the side, as long as he puts his ego to the side. Part of it is the same conversations that I'm sure that they've that they've had with Chris Paul to a different extent. Chris Paul is still not an elite all-NBA player, but he's at a way different part of his career as far as what he can still provide for a championship team compared to Dwight Howard. But it doesn't mean that Dwight Howard can't provide anything. So again, for that 14th roster spot, when you're looking at size or you're looking at chemistry and character, it's pretty clear that Dwight Howard, even turning 38 years old in, in December, can check one box. The big question for the Warriors, the big question for Dwight Howard, is if he can check the other box. If he can, why not? There's going to be question marks, but if he can check that box, again, my answer right now as a 14th roster spot, 
as as a team that has lack size, that is getting older, why not? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Who's feeling pretty confident about the SUV they drive? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. We're a family of six, and our Honda is definitely like our number seven. It's a part of our family. My Honda CRV has beauty, brains, and talent. From the fuel efficient CRV hybrid to the rugged passport to the three row pilot, there's a Honda SUV for every style of NorCal driver. All on sale now at your NorCal Honda dealer. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. Visit Mancini Sleep World to compare the best brands in store or visit SleepWorld.com. Now, let's move on to Usman Garuba. Husham Tarani of The Athletic also reported that the Warriors had agreed to a two-way contract with Garuba, who is a six-foot-eight power forward center, a former first-round draft pick of the Houston Rockets, and someone who I think is a really, really smart pickup as a two-way player. This feels two of the Warriors' three two-way deals. All They, they already have the shooting guard in Lester Quiones, who the Warriors are really high on, who has opened a lot of fans' eyes through his progression last year in the G League, who had some big, big performances in summer league this summer but Garuba is someone who is kind of that classic undersized big man who has athleticism who, who can do multiple things for the Warriors and I think someone who again we saw how much Steve Kerr had to rely on his two-way players last season with Ty Jerome with Anthony Lamb I'm gonna say it that's not ideal that's not what you want you don't want to have your two-way players has to be that big of impact players. But Garuba is someone who has NBA experience, even though is only 21 years old right now, but he's he's played in the NBA. He's played overseas. He just played in the World Cup for, uh, for, uh, for Spain this summer. So he's been around it. He's played at the, high, at the highest level, even as a younger player. And he's someone who, again, I think as a two-way player, when given chances, is going to have an impact. He's a defense-first player, with a lot of upside there. He's someone who grew up as a soccer player, and you can see his footwork on that side. You can still see his lateral quickness on that side of the ball from being a multi-sport athlete, from being a soccer player growing up. There's a great clip of him guarding Joel Embiid in the paint. And, of course, Embiid is bigger, he's taller, he's stronger, but Garuba is using that lower center of gravity, low man, low man wins. He's using his lateral quickness and he just pops the ball, pops the ball right away from Joel Embiid. And it kind of shows what he can do against bigger players too, and use his, his athleticism, his quickness to his advantage. But where Garuba really shines is rebounding, especially on the offensive glass. He ranks in the 95th percentile of offensive rebounds per 75 possessions. Shout out to Warriors Muse on Twitter for that run. And that's something that Steve Kerr, the Warriors have to be excited about because we've seen at times 
that again they they can be, get beat there and if you can get him someone who wants to get the, wants to crash the glass there and get the ball out of his hands quickly and get moving when he gets his chances as a two-way player i think that, i think that's going to be a highly effective highly impactful but what should make warriors fans the most excited about about garuba as a two-way player whether it's in santa cruz or whether it's in san francisco are two things who he models his game after, and his current mindset. Back in May of 2022, Garuba told Hoops Hype that he models his game after Draymond Green. And the reasons that he really, really watches and studies film of Draymond is for a few things. Yeah, part of it is his offense as kind of a smaller big man who can stretch the floor here and there, but it's really his defense, how he sets screens, and what I love to read about, too, is that he really trying to watches the way that Draymond communicates with teammates on the floor and always kind of directing and knowing multiple positions, calling it out, helping his teammates. The exact thing that he said to Hoop, Hoops Hype is he makes everything easier for the Warriors. That's the kind of player that you want in your building. And the other reason it's the kind of player you want in your building is that this offseason, Garuba was waived by the Oklahoma City Thunder. What did he do on social media on that? He didn't complain. He didn't call out the Thunder, but he sent a message to everybody. He said, I'll prove everyone wrong. Mark my words. That is a determined young player ready to make a name for himself and do what he can to earn not just a two-way contract, but show that he deserves an NBA contract as well. Ty Jerome showed that at times last season. Anthony Lamb showed that at times last season. We know that Anthony Lamb was converted last season for the Warriors. And Ty Jerome now has an NBA contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers. So having Lester Quinones, having Usman Garuba as two of your three two-way deals is a really, really strong start going into training camp. That third that third two-way deal, maybe now you look at a high upside wing, um, a longer guy, you know, all of that as you have your shooter, you have your defense first, big man. It'll be really interesting to see how they fill that third two-way deal. But I think those two guys, Garuba and Lesser Quiones, are two players who are going to compete. They're going to try to show that they that they deserve more than just a two-way deal. And it's going to be fun to see in training camp and preseason what these two guys can do. We The Warriors do not want their two-way contracts to be such big contributors as they were last year, but they want them to be just as reliable. And that's what Garuba looks, looks like. So that was Dub's talk. We talked a little Dwight Howard. We talked a little Usman Garuba. Stick with us next week as Monty returns, and we're going to talk everything going into training camp. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.